At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Amanda Lamb. In today's Deep Dive Conversation, we're talking with WREL Capitol Bureau Chief Laura Leslie about the Parents' Bill of Rights that requires teachers to notify parents if students are questioning their gender. Laura, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. So Senate Bill 49 has obviously been the center of a lot of debate. Explain it for us and tell us what the legislation would do. All right. Well, overall, it sort of puts together a lot of things that are already in the law about what rights parents have in terms of their children's education and their children's medical care and health care. It sort of outlines those. That's why it's the Parents' Bill of Rights. Um, So it it does things, a couple things. One thing that it would do is ban any mention mention of uh, sexual orientation or sexuality or gender identity from um, the curriculum or classroom materials in grades K through four. So for example, you might have a classroom teacher who likes to read a book about a transgender boy. Uh, that would not be allowed under this. Um, and students could initiate, so it's not quite the same as they don't say gay law, right? Because in Florida, you know, they can't even talk about anything like that. But what it does say is if a student asks a question or brings it up, then they can have a discussion about it, but it should not be part of what students are, you know, what they're supposed to be learning. So that's one part of it and that has the LGBTQ community upset. And then another part of it is what you mentioned about um, students changing their uh, their name or their pronouns at school. And so it would require before, okay, before a, a student would be allowed to use a different name or use a different pro- set of pronouns, the parents would have to be notified. Now the sponsors of the bill say that's because parents should know if something that major is going on in the life of their child. However, you know, there's a lot of concern from uh, the LGBTQ plus community and allies that, you know, and for some of these kids, they, they may be out at school, but they may not out, be out at home because it may not be safe to be out at home. Um, and outing that child could put that child in danger of maybe, you know, abuse, maybe being kicked out of the house. Certainly, you know, will have a chilling effect on any child who, you know, wants to do this at school because their parents will have to be notified. Um, you know, and, and a lot of kids do socially transition at schools before they transition, before they come out to their parents as a way of sort of getting more comfortable with what they're doing before they have to talk to their parents about it and risk rejection, of course. And you touched on this. I mean, this is a largely Republican backed bill. What do the sponsors say about the need for it and, and why now? Well, they've been talking about this for some time. They say the parents feel a lot of parents feel basically shut out of their children's education. They feel like they can't get uh, teachers or school administrations to respond to them. There's a lot of concern about what kids are being taught in classrooms. You see that a lot on Fox News and some other right-wing outlets about children being groomed is, I think, a term that's often used if if there's any discussion of LGBTQ issues in classrooms. Uh, there's a lot of concern from parents about inappropriate materials in libraries and curriculum. So this is partly in response for that and to that rather. And then the part about notifying the parents seems to be 
sort of an anecdotal thing that parents have come you know, come come up and said to the sponsors that this has happened with their children and they didn't even know that their children was using child was using different pronouns at school um, and they found out about it months later and so they say that that is something that parents have a right to know and they say that there should not be any expectation of confidentiality between a student and a teacher because a teacher is a state employee and so therefore there can be no confidentiality that doesn't involve a parent um does this fall down party lines and and what are democrats saying about this it falls very much on party lines democrats are saying that this is anti-teacher that it's going to pit teachers against students uh that it's going to make teachers very talk about a chilling effect you know they're going to be afraid to talk about anything along these lines even in the grades that go higher and it's going to make kids afraid to talk to teachers about anything, even you know, even if they're just talking to them, say they want to talk to their teacher and confide that they think they may be gay. Under this bill, the bill wouldn't actually specifically require the teacher to tell the parents that, but the teacher might feel like they needed to tell the parents just to avoid being possibly disciplined or sued. So they're trying; they would have to protect themselves under this law, right? Which which is right. tricky. Um, so, what is the governor saying, and and what do you expect him to do if this passes? He's signaled pretty clearly that he does not intend to uh, to pass this and uh, to sign this. He intends to veto it. Um, you know, it's it it is very mu- it would very much chill any discussion of that whole entire part of our community you know, in the schools and would also really put teachers on notice and on guard, you know, about everything that they're teaching in the classroom and about the kind of relationships that they can have with their students. And, you know, teachers, educators, social workers have all said, you know, this is a dangerous idea because a lot of kids do confide in their parents because in the, in the teachers because maybe they can't confide in their parents understand that well we'll be back after the break with more from laura leslie about reaction from some members of the lgbtq community on senate bill 49 On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep. Sound health. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996, with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. I'm talking with WREL Capital Bureau Chief Laura Leslie about the Parents' Bill of Rights. Now, Laura, you mentioned in the first half there's been a strong reaction from a lot of members of the LGBTQ community regarding the legislation. Um, what's their main focus here on, on arguing against this? Their main focus is the impact that it's going to have on LGBTQ youth. They are already, especially transgender youth, they're already far, far more likely to attempt and commit suicide, successfully commit suicide. They're also far more likely to self-harm. They're more likely to be bullied, and they're more likely to be killed. 
Um, and so they say this is a very vulnerable segment of, of the population. And why why are they being targeted? Right. If it's not, you know, this bill, then it's bathrooms or it's sports. You know, it's all anti-trans kids. You know, and they're also, you know, they say you've heard various people, including um, DHHS Secretary Cody Kinsley, for example, talked about how a teacher saved his life as a young as, as a young man who was realizing that he was gay and that's who he was able to talk to. Right. And then we heard also Senator Lisa Grafstein, who is uh, the only LGBTQ, I think openly LGBTQ member of the Senate, stood up and spoke during this debate. You know, she talked about her experience and how important it was to her to be able to talk to teachers and to be able to sort of get that feedback from them and that reassurance from them that everything was going to be all right. You know, it's a very touching speech, actually. So, you know, this mostly the big concern here is for the, the families, LGBTQ families who feel like they're going to be erased from their kids' lives in the school, you know, and then also um, about the youth themselves. So are teachers organizations coming out against this? I mean, how is that? What, what's happening on that front? Very much so. Yeah, they are. They are opposed to this because, again, you know, it puts teachers at risk of disciplinary action or possibly lawsuits. Um, if a parent decides that something that they're teaching, even in a higher grade, is inappropriate material, um, you know, inappropriate is sort of in the eye of the beholder, I think sometimes um, they say that it puts, you know, it basically the experts that put the curriculum together are going to be second guessed by, um, you know, any parent who has, you know, a grievance about a particular topic or thing. So, you know, they can they see this as 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 difficult and you know, making their jobs harder. And they say when, it, when it's already hard enough. Um, you mentioned the parents who are for it because they were surprised to find out that their children were going by different pronouns and they had not learned about that from the school. Are there parents against it or, or do we know? Have you talked to any parents that are against it? I do not know that. I mean, as uh, empirically, but I will say that um, who showed up at the committees in terms of parents commenting on this, the parents that did comment were largely opposed to it. And a lot of those were parents of LGBTQ kids or parents who themselves were LGBTQ or parents who were just simply concerned about, you know, what this would do to, you know, the, the relationship between their child and, and teachers. So, yeah, there are there are plenty of parents who are opposed to it. Um, tell me about next steps in this legislation. Well, it's made it through the Senate, so it's going to go to the House. Now, we've already been told by House leaders that they are likely to draft their own version of it. So it sounds like they may not take up the Senate bill or they might, but they might simply rewrite it. Uh, but I don't get the sense that that is moving quickly at this point. Um, if it does get through both chambers and both chambers are able to agree on the same version of it and it goes to the governor and the governor is likely to veto it. This is another one of those where it's a one vote thing, you know, to override a veto at this point. So if one Democrat votes with the Republicans in the House or if two Democrats are simply absent one day when all the Republicans are present, uh, then they can't override the veto. So it seems likely that what will happen is if it does pass and it is vetoed, they'll be holding on to it for a while, waiting to pull the trigger until the day when the mix in the chamber is right. You know, it, it makes me think about the fact that we're doing this story and we did the story about the anti-rioting bill as well. It seems like anytime you're talking about culture, um, race, gender, these are hot button issues and people get very emotional, I would think, in terms of how they look at these pieces of legislation. They do. They're very polarizing, you know, and they're polarizing in the debates and in the public comments, you know, in the reaction to them. You know, we see a lot of press conferences and protests. 
Um, so it's very much culture war bill. I mean, all this, you know, a lot of these bills so far that we've seen this year have been. And those are, you know, those are the bills that the Republican base want to see, right? And the Republicans want nearly a supermajority. So they say they have a mandate, you know, to move forward with legislation like this, even though folks on the other side of the aisle, you know, see it as as sort of anathema, you know, to, to what they believe in. And I know you'll continue to follow this again years before something like this might go through. I mean, where is where is that process? It may be it could it could go through in the next couple of months. It could go through at the end of the session. It could go through next year. It's hard to say. Okay, Laura, once again, thank you so much for your time and your insight. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download and making us part of your morning routine. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email waiting in your inbox every morning with triangle news events and headlines to get you ready for the day. Sign up at WREL.com backslash newsletter. Are you struggling to get a good night's sleep? Look no further than Parkway Sleep. For 20 years, we have been your locally owned and operated sleep center. I'm Brandon Giggling, president of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Did you know that people are waiting a staggering six to eight months for a sleep study at other sleep labs? At Parkway, we understand the importance of your sleep needs. That's why we offer openings within weeks, not months, saving you time. Don't let sleepless nights take over your life. Visit us today at parkwaysleep.com. Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sound sleep, sound health. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.